0: Today's Vad was dedicated, Le'ilui Nishmat, Miriam, Bat, Ariella. Okay. So I want to get now, we're in learning Madrigas Sa'adam, as you all know, trying to learn how to build a human being. And I just want to step back a second and set up the step, the step-by-step process that's been developing from Perik Aleph to Perek Bet and now we're entering to Perak Gimbal and I want to show you the step-by-step process, step-by-step process to understand how to do the Avoda, the map, the road map to do the Avoda, okay? The first thing you have to know before you learn any Perek over here and before we start working on this concept called Bir Hamidas and Tikkun hamidus and all that kind of stuff. The first mm-hmm. thing we have to know is what the Masil Yisharim says. Yesoid mm-hmm. HaChasidus If a person wants a solid foundation to avoid this Hashem. Yesoid. Yesoid is a foundation. V'shoresh and a root can't grow if you don't have a root. You can't be strong to stand in the face of tests of life if you don't have foundations. So the foundation and the roots of all of the Hashem is knowing ma And that's not enough to know what your responsibility in this world. For some people that's even a khidish that this world has a responsibility. That in itself is a chidrish. I think that you came to this planet to try to enjoy it and have as much happiness and pleasure that life could offer you. And that's what life's all about. You know, so to understand that you were born in order to accomplish something bigger, something more profound. That's already a chidrish for people. First, you have to know it, that you have a chayv. The second thing is that it has to be It has to have a certain clarity and a direction, and it has to be true by the person. It has to be true to it. So that's the starting point. You have to know the first thing you got to do is build yourself. Person was built with a tremendous potential, a tremendous potential, and he was given a very complex mission called himself. He is an arrangement of a tremendous amount of midas and kaichas and nefesh and emotions and talents and feelings and you name it, all raw material. And if not worked on and not developed properly, the product that will come out. Is a product that will only follow its sonot, its wills, its taivus. He will use his midas in an improper way. So he has a big responsibility to develop himself, to become a odemash sholheim, to be able to be dovuk bashem. Ba and he has a responsibility towards the world. He has to make a contribution to society. That means he is to elevate the world and be a person who is needed in the world. You got it? There's two parts to the development. If you go through the first chapter of Mesirah Yishanim properly, you will see there's two parts in the development. One part of the development is developing yourself and your ability to attach to Hashem. And the other part is that you have to be needed in the world to make tikkun ha'oylum, okay? So this is a big thing that a person has to work on. If you don't have that, we didn't even start the sugya, okay? Then in the first perek of Madrigas Ha'odom, we learned that the point of studying Torah and doing mitzvahs is to change, to develop yourself, to be a walking Torah. That there should be no contradiction between the way you think, the way you feel, the way you behave, the way you act towards others. It should not con- contradict what it says in the Torah. That means you have to be a walking, living Sefer Torah. Obviously, that's something that takes a long time to develop. But that's what we're learning with that mindset. To learn things. To develop to have different ways of approaching things okay that was really the subject of the first parak of majrega Sa'adam. the subject of the second parak of majrega Sa'adam was that it's not a black and white world okay keilu there are good behaviors consistently you always have to be merciful Consistency, consistently, you always have to be easygoing. Consistently, you always have to be humble, or whatever you want to say like that, right? <clears throat> and consistently, you have to stay away from cruelty. Cruel, arzourious, being cruel, the opposite of mercy. And you have to consistently stay away from being tough, and unbending, okay. So it's that would be black and white. You follow? But we learned in the second paragraph of Madrigas that in a general sense, a person has to be extremely flexible. He has to be able to turn on his meat of mercy in the time and place that's necessary, which is usually the mode of operating. And then there is times that he has to put on a different meter called cruelty. Cru I don't know if there's a real word in English called cruelty, but sounds right. Something. What is it? I think hmm? it's cruelty, not. Cruelty. Oh, cruelty. Okay, thank you for that. I never went to English, so I learned it only from by uh, conversing with people. You know. So now, the the point is that. Let's say Lemoshel of Avinu, right? Avromavinu, Avinu, the big balchet, the most compassionate human being, uh, actually sent his son flying, you know? Or he took Yitzchok to the Akeda. Didn't seem to fit with his MO. You know what I'm saying? Yaakov Avinu, which is the Amud Ha-MS, Titain Emes Liakov pulls off a scam, so to speak, in order to take the brochus from Esau. So the Rebellion Despila is Masbir. It's not that there was a sheker that had a Heter. Hagufa, because of what needed to be done to save the world, is called Emes. Very similar to what the Alpha said yesterday. Okay? So it's MS. Bitsura sheka. But it's MS. You follow? So we saw that in a general sense a person has to be flexible. When I say general sense I mean, it doesn't mean that you have to always be flexible. Sometimes you have to be tough too. If the people want to influence the rabbi to allow certain things, the rabbi's got to be tough. And tough means he's be able to withstand that pressure and not care what the people have to say. You understand? You follow what I'm saying? Mayor? what's up? Big Yisoid. Ah, Azad, Tzadik. We're saying Big Yisoy this, Mayor. Big Yisoy. That the way Hashem created us, first and first foremost, we have to know, before we even start any learning, number one, A human being came to this world with a responsibility. That's Aleph. didn't come to this world to try to enjoy and be successful in life in a materialistic way, in a happy way. He came with a responsibility. When I say he came with a responsibility, not that he has a life and he also has responsibilities. No, no. His whole essence is responsibility. That's his whole essence. Now, there's two layers to that. Number one, he has to develop his personality to Shlemus. Means he has to use his meatus in the right way and all that kind of stuff. To develop a relationship with Hashem called Vekas. And the second part of his responsibility is, he has to be productive for society. He has tikkun o'ilah. He has to be a needed person in the world. The two, and each one is a whole subject in itself. I'm just giving a general thing, right? So, of you have to know you have achrais. Okay? Responsibility. Second thing is you have to know that the study of Torah is not a facet of wisdom or a bunch of behaviors. It's not what it is. Torah has to develop you. When you learn the Torah, it has to develop you that you become a walking sefer Torah. That means you think the way the Torah wants you to think. You feel the way the Torah wants you to feel. You react to certain things the way the Torah wants you to react. You have to, you have to be not a steerer to the Torah. Just like the Torah can't be a steerer in Minehu Bay. We ask the Kasha from this Gemara and that Gemara. It's not, it presupposes that it has to fit. Otherwise we wouldn't ask the Kasha and spend 10,000 10, hours trying to figure out the answer. Because it's, one thing is borrowed to us that the Torah was written by the same God. Therefore, every single thing in Torah has to fit. So the human being has to fit with the Torah too. You can't have a kasha from the human's behavior on the Torah, okay? That's the first thing. Now, the complexity of Avodos Hashem. Here's the complexity. Avodos Hashem is not black and white, okay? It's not black and white. This is the very big complexity of Avodos Hashem because it's not like... You always have to be merciful. No. Sometimes you have to be cruel. You understand? You always have to be flexible. And giving in. Wrong. Sometimes you got to be tough. There's no black and white in Avoyda. In any area of Avoyda, there's no black and white. You understand? If something is happening to me, personally, I have to have Bitochen, and stay calm. But if something's happening to you, I can take all my betachan and throw it in the garbage. I got to get on my hands and knees and do every ounce of ishtavus to help you. I can't say, ah, Dave, still take care of you. You know, no such a thing. You follow? So nothing has consistency. Even in one action that we do, we could have a sti ube. I go to work. Yeah? I make the sale. I'm involved. And at the same time in my brain, I say it's not me, it's Hashem. That's a contradiction. I get married. There's a woman in my life. L'shem shemayim. Not for my own pleasure, my own self-serving reasons, because it serves the higher purpose. Nothing to do with you. But I'm oisik in issues. But not for you, for a higher purpose. You see how life is like that. That's the complexity of Avodas Hashem, and that's why it requires, which we're going to learn more about. It requires a person having to understand he needs to live in what we call shikul hadas. There's a very deep thing in Avodas Hashem, is you have to have das. I mean, the first thing to start with, you have to have a seichel. You have to have shikul hadas. It means there's no shulchan aruch that says do this and do that and do this. No. You learn the sugyas. The sugyas give you the lamdis, the klolim, the gedaram. Right? Now you have to apply. You have to be a posek. Shikul hadas. Now obviously when you're younger it's much harder to make the shikuladas. First of all you don't even know what the Torah says. And your mind is not developed. So that's why you have Rabbein. But the reason why you have Rabbein is not to tell you, do this and do that. Because then you never learned how to make shikoladas. You have Rabbein to teach you how to think. To teach you hashkafa, To teach you how to... But at the end it goes down to you. You have to know how to do that. Now there may be situations where it's above your ability to even learn it, so Bediyevud, your Rabbi, will tell you what to do. When something's above you. But as much as you can train the person, you have to train the person. Because the point is the person. You came to this world to make decisions. That's what you came here for. Shikul hadas. So part of self-development is also Nikhla and self-development, shikuladas. Das, how to make decisions, okay? Now. But I just want to take one step before I go to Shikhla Das, because that's really what the third parak of Bajrega Salatam is dealing with. Shikhla Das. But it's interwoven in the third parak, there's another point, which is at a very extremely fundamental point, and that works like this. Like I told you like this, we are born, okay, with a bunch of raw material. We have a lot of good midas in us. Some people like truth naturally. They have, uh, feelings to that. They're drawn to chesed, to mercy, different things. And then we also have bad midas that draw in us. Type as moment, type as notion, type as this, type is that, right? We have all these different things. Some of us are critical thinkers. That means we see the flaw in everybody in a natural way. Some of us are very positive thinkers. So we're able to see the good in things right away. Right? We have different tendencies. We have different things. Interwoven into our tendencies, we also have agendas. Okay? So agendas is a very, very interesting thing, the way agendas work. Okay. Agendas, what it does is it causes you to activate a mida in the wrong place in the wrong time. Let me try to give you a marshal. Okay, I'm going to say a story about myself. You know, I don't like to say stories about myself, but just so you understand a little bit. Okay, so there was a guy, like a rabbi, Azar, that I personally didn't like him. Not not for any good reason. It was not a kosher not liking. It was a havera, you know, sinas chinah. Okay, but. He just didn't get, oh my God, my nerve's abyssal, yeah? Right? One day, I saw him in shul. I was praying in a shul. He was there. Okay? And I thought that I could use him for something. I needed a favor for something. Okay? All of a sudden, I caught my brain changing my attitude towards this individual. I started to see him in a different light. Nice guy. Good guy. Right. Why? Because I needed him. You see how the brain worked? So now the reason why I like him is not because I like him. is because I want to use him. Follow? You see how the brain worked? Nothing kosher there. Follow? Nothing. Absolutely nothing kosher. Because before I needed him, it was Sinus chinam. After I needed him, I didn't like him. I just wanted to use him, so I had to get into that positive mode to get something from him. So therefore, it was for me a learning experience, and I decided at that moment I will not ask him the favor. I will work on just liking the guy for the sake of liking the guy and zaygazon. Right? That was a moment of clarity. Every once in a while, if you pay attention, you will get moments of clarity. Follow. So, this is since we are born. Let me explain this point very clear. Since we are born with tendencies, not worked out tendencies, not developed tendencies. On top of that, we're full with Nagiyas, So, in the loshonis of the rishonim means we have a machla. It's hard to look at it that way, but we have sickness. We are not well. We are unhealthy. Just like a human being who is unbalanced. In his <coughs> physical body, there's no harmony. In his physical body, the person is not balanced. He's not healthy. So we, as far as midas are concerned, we are unhealthy. So therefore, the Torah was given to us as a refuah to our makhlis Okay? Now saying that which I'm going to show you all this inside not today because it's late. today I'm just giving you an overview of what we're going to learn but uh, describing the Torah in the way that it's a refuah, it opens up a path for us to understand that our of Hashem is personal. That's a deep point because if somebody has a, a sickness, right even though his symptoms may be similar to my sickness, But if it's a different sickness, I can't take his pills. You understand? So this is a very deep point. Because let's say a person is, like, has a tendency to be a Balgaiva. His recipe might need strong work to push himself to be humble. But if there's another guy who his problem is that he has no self-confidence and no self-esteem, he has to go the other way, you know? So if I take your method, right, then we're in trouble. I give you a marshal. Okay, it's very deep. Let's say you have a yeshiva. One day, some of you maybe will have a yeshiva. Okay, and now you have two bachrim in a dormitory. Okay, it's eleven o'clock in the morning, and they're both lying horizontally this way, schluffing. Okay, now, why are they sleeping at eleven (coughs) o'clock? Yeish lachkor You know what a hakim is? Yeish Is it atzlut? Is it laziness? Or is it atzvut? Depression The guys not feel accomplished He feels like a nothing He has nothing to get up for They both look the same They're snoring, you know But it's two different machlus. Totally different machlus. So if you're going to wake up the guy who's depressed, like the way you wake up the guy who's lazy, you're going to kill him more. If you're going to wake up the guy who's lazy, like the way you would wake up the guy who's depressed, he'll never change. So you have to understand what needs for what. And sometimes it creates a problem, because one guy looks at the other guy, he's like, why is the rabbi to him? says, okay, honey, don't worry about it. When you're ready, you can get up. And to me, he smacks me in the head. So then they are jealous, like why, why, you not picking on me. That's another part of the problem with Chinuch, I'm not saying. But the point is, it's two different machlis. Similar symptoms, but two different machlis. So when you come to yourself, you also have to ask that question. Why can't I get up in the morning? It's not a question of why I know, can't get up. And the question is, why? What's the machlis anefesh? Otherwise, you won't be able to know how to heal yourself, right? So what we're trying to say is, if we're saying the Torah is a refuah, that means I have to understand my problems, and then I have to see in the Torah how to deal with my problems. You follow? And then the last step, which we're going to talk about again, all tomorrow, steep things. Understand? The last step is we're going to understand that if you want to evaluate yourself, self-assessment and evaluation, you have to use the right scale. If you got the wrong scale, you're cooked. Some people evaluate themselves with the scale of tzaddikim. And then they put on dangerous demands on themselves. In Avoid the Sasha. Some people use the scale of Rashoyim. The scale of Rashoyim is that as long as people are not I'm better than the than the, you know, at least I'm not off the Derech, you know. I couldn't be off the Derech if I wanted to free country, you know, could have went to work. So therefore I'm good already, everything I do after here is extra credit. So that's also a wrong scale, okay? So these are the things we have to learn. Again, what we're up to in the in the third paragraph, basically we're going to work on the refua aspect, the personal aspect, and how to find the right scales, okay? We'll stop here for tonight.